And I get this all the time in my clinic. People will say, I'm not stressed, but I look at what's going on in them and I'm going, but yes, you are. You just don't realize it because they're so used to living at 100 miles an hour. (laughs) It's become the norm. It has. And so we've kind of gotten to this place where instead of being relaxed, we're actually up a few notches on the ladder and we think that's relaxed when it's really not. And so this Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah J. Meeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word, share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. And welcome to Christian Women in Business podcast show. It's so, so great to have you here and tune in on this Monday morning. I hope that it's sunny wherever you are. So we are currently in the middle of our first intake. So our doors are open again. Woohoo! And um, this is the first time since we took on the foundation members. The foundation members are all settled in. We love each and every one of them and we're having an absolute ball in the members membership and um, we're just opening up so if any of you are thinking about becoming a member make sure that you uh, go straight to the website after this podcast and click uh, apply or join Um, we're just processing all the applications now and getting um, our next intake in there but it'll only be open for um, a short period of time so uh, make sure you have a look at that as part of your membership uh, you'll get your directory profile so we can promote your business on our website you'll have access to the private Facebook community uh, so we can all unite and make friends and support each other and you'll also have access to our Christian Women in Business Academy to help you and your business grow and develop to all that God wants you to be. At the minute we were actually in the middle of studying Made in Business which is a really exciting workshop and business bundle that we're going through and it's exciting to go and see all the women in the Bible. So today's guest on our podcast show is a beautiful lady called Annette Horn. Annette is the founder of Anea's Natural Health Clinic that helps women who are exhausted and struggle with adrenaline fatigue and burnout. So welcome to the show, Annette. Thank you. It's great to be here. That's awesome. And where are you calling from today? I'm based in Petrie on Brisbane's north side and it's a beautiful day. Awesome. (laughs) Probably a lot better than Sydney. We've had nothing but rain this week. It's (laughs) felt very homely for me. I guess your business basically came from an experience that you had in your life and we would love for you to share your story of how you got to where you are now and how God's kind of taken you through that with your business. Sure thing. So basically what happened to me was about 18 years ago, I had a very stressful year in the lead up to my burnout and there were things going on where I was working and I got to the end of the year 
and I, I was working in a school at the time. I was a receptionist in a high school. And at the end of the year, you're always glad to see the Christmas holidays because you're tired. But this particular year, I was extremely tired and, you know, um, I felt exhausted, actually. And I remember we were preparing for Christmas. We had a big Christmas day planned and I was getting ready for that. And I was doing all my cooking and things in the kitchen a couple of days before Christmas and I got to about three o'clock in the afternoon and I just all of a sudden just got really really tired and I thought oh I haven't stopped all day I haven't had lunch I better go and lie down for five minutes which I did and I I got up after I'd rested for a bit and um, finished what I was doing next day was Christmas Eve which I always vow and declare I never go to the shops but I have to <laughs> um, horrible day to go yes. to the shops but I went to um, went to my local fruit shop and I was pushing the trolley and I was standing up the back of this fruit shop looking towards the front and I felt really strange in the head um, it's like I was very disconnected and I was anxious and I'm like oh, I've got to get out of here so I did what I had to do went home and basically struggled through Christmas had my holiday went back to work, ended up being there for three days and going home early, like at morning tea time and lunch time, and woke up one morning and couldn't get out of bed and I had no energy. I made it to the kitchen and I had to go straight back and lie down because I had no strength. My heart was beating out of my chest. I felt oh, like extremely anxious. Um, I didn't know what was going on. And that was the beginning of my journey with adrenal fatigue. So that year it took me a year to actually recover to the point where I could go back to work full-time which um, in terms of adrenal fatigue isn't too bad um, some people struggle with it for years wow. so I was very fortunate that I had a, a forward-thinking doctor who actually helped me using natural methods and I had a very good naturopath who also helped me with herbs and things like that so I got through it in a year and that's that's quite remarkable yeah so when I decided that I wanted to study natural health of course, my journey with adrenal fatigue has was what has influenced me into trying to help women who are suffering from this because I was in the very extreme version of it, but a lot of people have it and don't understand why they're feeling so exhausted and burnt out and tired. And it's, it's kind of like this sliding scale, you know, you can be on it, you can have a, a certain amount of adrenal fatigue, but it can get worse and worse and worse until you get to that point where I was, where you literally can't get off the bed. Yeah. So that was my, um, that is my journey with that particular thing. And I never want to see women go through that because that year my daughter, who's my second child, started high school and I couldn't even do things for her. I couldn't help her get ready for school. I couldn't be there for the first days of school. I couldn't make her lunch. I couldn't do anything, you know, because I was so debilitated. And so you were just in, you were in bed, basically. You were bedridden. Oh, yeah. I was bedridden, yeah. Yeah. And um, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> so... So that was, that's why I don't want to see women go down this route because you don't need to. Once you learn what's going on and you know how to stop it, you can. Yeah. Yeah. So what what actually is adrenaline fatigue? Like what what's happening in the body? So adrenal, adrenal fatigue is brought on by stress. Now that can be emotional stress. It can be stress resulting from an injury. So if you're in an accident or something and you get injured, that can bring it on. It can be emotional. So you could, people can go through bad breakups and things like that. That can bring it on. It can be from the result of an illness, um, chronic illness that people suffer. You know, a lot of, they have illness for a long period of time. Their body loses its resources. It's really a disease of stress and it's, it's very, 
very much disease isn't probably the right word. It's a, it's a condition of stress, and it's very much a part of our society today because we live at 100 miles an hour. We're never switched off. Mm. We're always connected somehow online or with our phones or whatever. Um, but not only that, it's like if I can take you back to the caveman scenario, this is what I explain to my clients. Back in the days of the caveman, he would leave his cave and go out to hunt for his dinner and he would be come face to face with a, a saber-toothed tiger, you know, and he's got a choice in that moment. Everything switches on in that moment. He can either run for his life or he can stand there and fight, and that's your fight or flight hormones kicking in. Yeah. So normally he would run back to his cave and be safe. Um, so he'd do that, he'd go back to his cave, he'd pull the stone across, he'd be nice and safe, he'd sit down, he'd feel tired, he'd go to sleep for a few hours, he'd wake up, and he'd be refreshed and he'd be ready to go back out and try and find his dinner again, you know. <laughs> so his stress levels have returned back to normal. But you fast forward that to 2017, people have stressful jobs, they have stressful family life, um, stressful relationships. So they get up in the morning, they go to work, the boss is breathing down their throat, they, you know, it's a busy job that they're in, they might hate it, whatever. They go home, they go to bed, but their stress levels never come back to what we would class as normal because they know that in the morning when they get up, they've got to go and do it all again. Yeah. So their, their saber-toothed tiger is always breathing down their throat. Yeah. They never actually allow ha- have that time to allow their stress to return to a, a healthy level. So they reset their stress levels higher so people don't feel stressed. And I get this all the time in my clinic. People will say, I'm not stressed, but I look at what's going on in them and I'm going, but yes, you are. You just don't realise it because they're so used to living at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> it's become the norm. It has. And so we've kind of gotten to this place where instead of being relaxed, we're actually up a few notches on the ladder and we think that's relaxed when it's really not. And so this constant living under stress, your, your cortisol rises, your adrenaline's flowing all the time, and eventually your body uses up the resources and we become in a depleted state. And that causes these symptoms of burnout and adrenal fatigue, etc. So after your year, you came out of this state. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? Then what did you do? So my kids were still at school, doing high school at that stage. I actually didn't study until later when they finished. I, I did my study and graduated in 2011 and set up my clinic from home. And I did an extra year of study in 2012 because my degree is in nutrition. And then I studied an extra year and did my naturopathy studies and got my naturopathy qualification as well. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So if someone came to you right now, I'm sure that there's a few women that are listening and kind of thinking, oh, my goodness, I am so tired right now. <laughs> Yeah, um, and you know they've got very busy lives running their businesses or they might be in leadership or um, like yourself was in a corporate career what advice would you give to them to kind of just be a bit more kind to themselves and maybe it might give them a little bit of a, a boost to lift them up a bit so first the first thing that they need to do is they actually need to sit back and go you know what I've got too much on my plate and I need to go through what I have on my plate and take out the things that are not 
necessary. So mm-hmm. one of the things for, for um, people who get adrenal fatigue, it's very much type A personality kind of syndrome. So people who are driven and climbing corporate ladders and things like that, they're the more prone people to getting it. And, and mums with lots of activity going on with young children, you know, working and all of that, they're more prone to it as well. Yeah. So you have to sit back. You've got to take stock of your life and you've got to go, you know what, this can go and this can go and I need to say no to that. So even in church circles, we can say yes to so many things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's not always the right thing to do. Just because no. the children's department needs a teacher, it doesn't mean that it's you. Yeah. You know, and, and while we need to obviously seek the Lord and pray and work out where we fit within the church, it's not a matter of, oh, there's a need, I need to go and fill it, because that could be stopping somebody else from fulfilling their call. So we have to actually take stock, um, particularly as women, because we carry so many roles in our lives. And self-care is hugely important. And this is one of the things I teach my clients is that I say to them, if you don't look after yourself, who will? And if you allow yourself to get to the point where you can't take care of anybody else, then what good is it, you know, because you're so sick that you can't look after your family. So you've got to take care of yourself so that you can be there for other people, that you can take care of your family, that you can fulfill the other things in your life that need to be done um, in terms of work, ministry and whatever. So you've got to sit down and take stock and get rid of what is superfluous. Yeah, that's some great advice. So ladies, if you're feeling tired, it's time to start looking at all the things you've got going on in your life, maybe have some quiet time with God and ask him what needs to stay and what needs to go. Mm. Um, so if someone was going to start out in your industry, um, mm-hmm. what would be your top five tips on your craft? Okay, so the first thing would be to get your foundations in place. And by that, I mean your spiritual foundations, your emotional foundations and your physical foundations. So... The spiritual foundation is pretty obvious to us as Christians. We need to have a good relationship with God and we need to actually put everything before him and he needs to be at the centre. So, um, you know, as entrepreneurs, we get great ideas, lots of them actually, lots of ideas float through our heads every day, but they're not all meant to be implemented right now. So you've got to really um, be able to put it all before God and and work out what he wants you to do. So your spiritual foundations need to be in place. Your emotional foundations need to be in place. You need to learn strategies that helps you as a business owner or a person who's going into business or whatever to deal with your stressors. So things that actually stress you out, you need to learn how to cope with those and respond to those stresses, stressors in a healthier way so yeah. that they don't become stresses, you know, so that, that push you down. Yeah. Um, and your physical The physical foundations really, um, for me as a nutritionist, I just see nutrition as a foundation for everyone. If your nutrition's not in place, whatever else you do in your life won't work forever. So we need to have good nutrition. We need to eat clean food. We need to eat healthy food, whole foods. The foods that God made as close to the way he made them as possible. Yeah. Um, If you can live by that, then you're not going to go too far wrong. (laughs) And we need to realize that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and we need to fill our temple, you know, with things that bring us life and not 
things that give us sickness and death. Yeah. I guess the caveat to that is if you eat junk, you're going to be junk, you know, it's garbage in, garbage out sort of thing. So um, you'll only ever be as good as what you give your body to build it. Um, So those three things, those three foundations are critical for anyone thinking about going into business because if you go into business and you're not healthy, you're not going to last anyway. If your relationship with God isn't in place, you're not going to last too long. And if your emotions are all over the shop, well, that's going to be bad too. (laughs) So that's the first thing is your foundations. You need to set the goals for your health as well as for your life. And a lot of people forget that. Um, they'll, they'll set goals for their business and for their life, but not for their health. So you have to have health goals as well. So is that number two? That's number two is to set is that, goals for your health for as health. well as your life. Yeah. The third thing, and this might sound a little bit contrary to number two, but it's not. It's learning to live one day at a time. So while we have to set those goals for the future, we have to also have that reality check that the future is never guaranteed. We're only given this day today. Yesterday's gone and tomorrow's a promise. So we need to savor every moment of our day and focus on the day at hand, you know, and that helps to disarm stress and anxiety in our lives. You know, Matthew 6:34, it says to us, therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And isn't that true? You know, yeah. we've got enough going on in a day. So that scripture is really grounding. It helps to ground you. So when you're in business, you do have to live one day at a time as well as set goals for the future, but you've got to come back to that place of this is all Today. I've got. Yeah. That's all I've got. So that's number three, learn to live one day at a time. Number four is stay well hydrated. Now that sounds a bit um, off track, but it's not. Um, we need to be really well hydrated with water. We need to drink um, you know, our two litres of water a day. Thirst isn't a good indicator as well. So as people get older, so if there's older ladies that are listening to this, we have to remember that as we age, our thirst indicators go down. So being thirsty means you're actually dehydrated already. So keeping up the water intake at a regular level, a regular interval throughout the day um, helps to keep everything functioning well, keeps your brain working well, keeps you alert. One of the things with tiredness and, and fatigue is that if you get headaches and tired, if you have a drink of water, often that'll be the, the thing that you need. It's, you don't need a headache tablet. You don't need to go and lie down. You just need to drink water because you're dehydrated. Yeah. So there's a guy called Dr. They call him Dr. Batman. Um, he's got a funny name, Batman Garley or something like that. He wrote a book called The Water Cure, and he was he was locked up in a prison. And he was a doctor, and all of these prisoners had all these things going on in their bodies, and they were sick, ulcers and what have you, and he had nothing to treat them with. And he just got them drinking water. And he cured all of these people of these incredible things in their bodies just with water. Yeah. It's an amazing book. So if you, if you get a hold of that book, it's really interesting. Yeah. But hydration... If you're well hydrated, it actually reduces the stress on your body. So um, it helps to alleviate physical stress on your body. So that's number four is to stay well hydrated. Number five is to actually, as a business owner, we can get caught up. I find this particularly working from home. It can be a you know, 24-7 thing and you can always be doing something else on your business or towards your business. But you've got to actually step back and take time out. And one of the things is if you can find something that you love to do that that totally absorbs you, you know, and you can kind of get lost in it for hours and thinking that it's only 10 minutes that passes, getting involved in something like that, it actually has the same effect 
on our brain and on our body is actually a session of meditation. Um, it helps to reduce stress. So getting lost in an activity like that where time is just kind of, you know, not there, that's such a really good thing to do. And I think as business owners, we need to do that. We need to find something that completely absorbs us away from our business. And that could even just simply be something like go, getting in your car with a worship CD, sitting by the beach and blasting out a Hillsong CD <laughs> with the windows up and just allowing God to minister to you that way. But just something that can just take you out of your work environment. So I think that's really important for anyone thinking about being in business or anyone in business is you've got to have something that takes you out of it as well. I love it. I love it. Actually, that's probably one of my favorite ones. <laughs> take your time out because it doesn't matter what you do. It's just about taking that time away and just allowing your subconscious to process everything that's going on. And like you say, and it gives your body just time to heal, which is so important. People think that you should run your business like you might see a crazy gym person going to the gym all the time. But I always have this theory that Actually, if you train smarter and not harder, you'll actually progress more. So a business is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And even though we might want it to happen at the speed of a sprint, but you've got to be able to last that marathon. And marathon Mm. runners don't go hard. They go hard tactically at times when they might need to, but otherwise they set themselves a pace that they know they can keep up with and taking that time out and resting is part of the training (laughs) it is and i think that's i think you you know that is so important god took you know god took a day off when he created the world and we've forgotten about that principle yeah in our lives today you know we have a society that operates seven days a week yeah, everything's open seven days a week. When I was a kid, my parents had a fruit shop and we were the only business that opened seven days a week. It, and it was detrimental to our family life, to to my father's health. And we only shut Christmas Day. And I can see that that was such an unhealthy way to live. Um, and, and, you know, our society's gone down that pathway where we just, we're open all the time. We're on yeah. all the time and it's bad. It's not good for us. So rest is critically important as is, you know, um, taking care of our physical bodies with good food and water and things. So, yeah. That's awesome. So talking of God, <laughs> how do you incorporate God into your business? So at a very practical level for me is I really ask for guidance. When I'm having clients, I ask for guidance in their treatment plan. So, you know, just bringing these people before the Lord and saying, you know, what's what can I do for this person? How can I treat this person and give them the best results? So really just asking for that guidance. Yeah. And when I've got people in front of me who I know are Christians, which I do have, you know, I'll offer them, if, if they're in a state that they need it, I'll actually offer them prayer. I'll say, can I pray for you? And I've had a couple of them, male and female, actually, who, you know, I've had the opportunity to pray for them. And, and you know, God's actually really done something in their in their pain you know because they've been in pain so god's god's actually done something in their heart in that time and that's a really nice thing to be able to do to pray for my christian clients like that and lay hands on them that's great yeah and the other thing is you know just if i'm stuck like if i have someone there and i'm stuck and i'm like what is going on here you know i can just ask the holy spirit for a word of knowledge and and that will often just come in just a very gentle way and it's i've seen it happen where the conversation will just 
change tack and we'll actually get to a, the root of the problem, you know? Yeah. So the Holy Spirit will just come in with that, that word of knowledge and, and you know, I can ask a question and then things will open up and that's really good. So, that's you awesome. know, God, God's very much a part of my business. I can't do it without him. And, in fact, the name that I chose for my business means look up to God. So, ah, you know. that's cool. I like it. Yeah. So what's your Bible verse for this season and why? I've been just absolutely in love with Psalm 23. Um, that's just been really highlighted to me in the last few, well, the last few months actually. But um, I love it. It's um, it's a psalm that I, it's it's often one that's spoken of funerals, and I don't know why because I see Psalm 23 as a psalm of prosperity, and it's got the goodness of God in there. Um, it's it's full of His promises for a life filled with healing and guidance, um, His blessing. Um, it has his promises for our eternal future. And I particularly love, at this point in time, I particularly love verses um, 1 to 3. Um, do you want to read them out? Do you have them? Uh, yeah, I do have them here. It's, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And I love it, you know. That yeah. It's just so descriptive and we were just talking just a little bit before about rest and that just talk, talks to me about the rest of God, you know. He, he wants us to have that rest because he leads us beside those quiet waters to restore us, you know. Yeah, that's a beautiful verse. I love it. We've popped it on the show notes, listeners, so if you want to go back and find that verse, um, it will be written on the article to this podcast so you can go and find that. So where can our listeners find you, Annette? They can find me at www.anayasnaturalhealth.com.au and that's spelled A-N-A-Y-A-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-H-E-A-L-T-H.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been wonderful hearing encouragement of rest. <laughs> I love it. Um, and all that you have. And ladies, if you are struggling with tiredness and you just need a little bit more advice on what to do and some help maybe to get you through a hard season, I really encourage you to go and find Annette. She's got all the services available to help you, even just to have a chat. Um, I'm sure she'd love to get to know you as a person anyway um, and mm. just see how she can be a blessing to you. You'll find the next profile on the website too and on the show notes so you can go ahead and find her. And we just encourage you that if you are feeling like that, please do reach out. This is why we've created Christian Women in Business is to find those that need help and bring help to them. So don't feel like you're alone and um, we just encourage you to step out and contact us and we'd love to help you. So um, you're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. Thanks again, Annette. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed it. It's been great. Awesome. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye for now. Sarah Jane here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends. Please rate our podcast on iTunes. And for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.